This call is being recorded. You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everyone. we got a special one in store here for you. And he's got some plans, so we're going to uh, get through this pretty quickly here. Uh, Jeff Lloyd, your local expert on the biggest stories, Cleveland Brown-wise, for your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. Joining us here this evening, uh, Cleveland Browns tight end, former Arizona Cardinal, former Texas A&M Aggie, Ricky Seals-Jones. Ricky, first things first, man, uh, appreciate you making some time for us here tonight. Uh, thank you. You know, thank you for having me on your show. You know, uh, yeah, so let's let's get it going. Well, we'll start it here. Everybody wants to know, in your opinion, Ricky, did you make that catch Monday night? Oh, uh, I, I believe so. You know, after I went back and watched it, uh, when we, you know, on the plane, they didn't they didn't catch the first foot of me actually getting my foot down. You know, they kind of just showed the back end of it, and so you know, but it is what it is. You know, you barely you don't really get calls on the road. You know, when you're away team, so you just gotta. You know, I shouldn't have put it hand, put it into the the officials' hands in review. So, but you know, it's just part of the game. But do I think it was catch? Yes, I do. Yeah, because I mean, they kept focusing on the third foot, which was you know the heel down out before the toe, which you know that understood. But you know, and look, the other thing right now is uh, NFL officiating. You can't say this, but I can. Who knows? Who knows with any of it right now? Um, yeah. Take us through Labor Day weekend. Um, obviously, you know. You had been with the Cardinals for two years. Um, now you get the news that they're going to go in a different direction. Um, you know, obviously it's got to put you in a little bit of a, of a crossroads, a little bit of a nervous time. What's it like going through that and then waiting for the next day, you know, hopefully that that next chapter of your life is going to begin? Uh, it, was, it was a bit stressful. You know, this is my, you know, I, I've kind of been through it going undrafted. And it kind of just felt like like the draft again. You know, you're just sitting there, you know, just waiting on a call. Um, so it, it was kind of like excitement and, you know, kind of nervousness of like, man, you know, where am I going to go? Who's going to pick me up? So, you know, when I got – when my agent called me and said that, you know, Cleveland Cleveland wants you and they're going to, you know, sign you sign you to their team, I was kind of excited. You know, there there's a lot of people – you know, talk negative on Cleveland just as a as a city in a, the state of Ohio. But since I've been here, man, I've loved it. You know, it's it's quiet. You know, but the fan base is 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 crazy, and and I I love their fan base. I love the town. You know, they just they're so they're behind us 100. percent And you know, in Arizona, the fan base wasn't really like that. So coming here, you know, it, it really just did like a, a full 360. And that's been one of um, the most great things about this. And now I've been covering this team well over two years is they, these fans love the living heck out of this team when they were perennial losers. Now that there's, you know, a lot of excitement, there's anticipation and these, these folks, they deserved it. They certainly deserve this. Um, There's no doubt about that. Um, So like you said, you talked about the city itself, obviously, and this is what everybody says, you know, weekends, you know, there's life to it or whatever, but it's not like a big major city of LA or New York where it's constantly buzzing. Everybody says the same thing. It's, it's more laid back. It's more relaxed. It's more chill. Yeah. You know, you just, if you want to, you know, there, there's a little bit of nightlife out here, but I think a lot of people don't understand is that, you know, y'all have a lot of great restaurants out here. And, you know, since I've been here, man, I, 
multiple people told me to try out different restaurants, and I've just I just fallen in love with the food places out here just off that. So yeah, I think you know a lot of people just overlook Ohio, but there's a lot of fun things to do. Um, you know, I got here kind of in the back end, and I've been you know getting settled in. Uh, but just being here and and being in a, in a new city, I love it. That's that's great, and you know, and it's you know you know as far as you know being a professional athlete, that that is one of the joys. I mean, you get to, and this is one that not a lot of athletes talk about. You get to go experience different areas and, and live different places. Obviously, you were a Texas kid. Now you've been in Arizona. Obviously, you know out now in Ohio. So it, you know it's it helps you know shape you as a person. But you want to know what you also get to see the world on a whole. Um, obviously, oh, yeah. Ricky, you were a five star recruit as a wide receiver going to Texas A and M. Ended up going undrafted. Arizona brings you in. Now the whole tight end, tight end tra- transition. Obviously, I mean you were you were a big kid coming out of high school. Um, so what's it like for you? You know, changing positions. And this is one of the things I like that they've kind of already done with you here in Cleveland. Is is you don't necessarily have to play just tight end. And we saw that some in the Raven game, which we'll get to in a little bit. But what's it been like, kind of like learning a new position in the fly? Like you don't essentially get a redshirt year in the NFL. Right. It was it was difficult, you know, especially coming in right of rookie minicamp and learning tight end. Like, you know, that was the first time I ever had my hand in the dirt. Uh so it it was new, but <laughs> you know, I had I had a lot of veteran guys that were really good teammates like Jermaine Gresham, uh Troy Nicholas that was, you know, there in my rookie year with Arizona and they kinda like put me under the wing and kinda taught me how to play tight end. And uh, once, you know, they kind of showed me the ropes and I just kind of learned from there. But, you know, I'm, I'm still learning. Uh, my stance isn't the greatest, but, you know, I just I just go out and work on it every day. And just as long as I know that I'm getting better and I go out every practice and say, hey, you know, I got better today. Uh, you know, it'll, it'll all come in place. So, you know, that that's my biggest thing is that, you know, every place I've been to here in, uh, here in Arizona, yeah, I get in a three-point stance, but they also, you know, let me split out and let me be a be in my element of a receiver. Um, and that's what's going to take us here to what I wanted to talk about with the Raven game. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, and this is one thing because everybody talks about, oh, this passing game is struggling. Well, this passing game has never had all of its parts. Um, obviously, you know, with Antonio Callaway having to miss the time with his suspension, Rashard Higgins' injury, now David Njoku, you know, this was a really, really bountiful group. And to this point, they haven't truly had everything. Um, now, Baltimore, uh, you go ahead, crossing route, score the first touchdown of the game. Huge play later in the game to, uh, you know, big, big chunk play. What's it like now here? You know, obviously, essentially, when you were first brought here, you were maybe the fourth tight end. Um, now they're trying to figure out who can do what. You know, they think Harris is the blocker. Maybe Farrell Brown can help in that aspect. And this is one of the things I said when David Njoku went down, you know, everybody will, you know, we, you know, Baker was getting involved with the tight end. He had a great relationship. And I kind of said, well, the one guy who's got the resume who can do this is Ricky Seals Jones. And he's got some numbers in the NFL proven that he has done this. What was it like to get that like first, like welcome to the team moment in the Baltimore game under your belt? Oh man, it was, it felt good. You know, uh, especially when you go to a new team and you haven't really, you know, went through, went through war with them of training camp, kind of feel like an outcaster. And so, you know, when I first got there, you know, that's how it felt. And once I got to practice and started working with them and, and running routes and, you know, being in that element, 
uh, it was good. And so, you know, we got to the game and just, you know, Baker made it, went through his reach and caught me on the, on the shallow route. And, you know, I got in the end zone. It was just like, it felt like a, a, a team again. I felt welcome. And, you know, we just been building on that and just, you know, um, finding ways to help each other out, you know, talking and communicating and just, you know, putting in a game plan that, you know, helps everybody. So I think, you know, we, we, we're still searching, uh, and maybe, you know, still figuring it out, but, you know, I think, I think we're, we're sooner than later. Uh, and I think most of us agree. And it was a slow start last year with Baker Mayfield and it closed strong. So obviously everyone here Browns wise guys, we'll get to Ricky uh, a little bit more with Ricky here in a second. Make a memory that'll last a lifetime. Use the Vivid Seats app to get you to your favorite sporting event, concert, theater, event, whatever it may be. Enter the promo code. Uh, enter the promo code KICKOFF, all caps, K-I-C-K-C-K-O-F-F, at, dis- at, at your checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Now, Ricky, you get here, and you had a couple of familiar fa- faces. Um, I've had Damian Ratley on the show, Miles Garrett, obviously. Um, you were particularly close with these guys or teammates, and are they at least helping you find your way around the city? Oh yeah, um, you know when I first got here, it was it was all excitement from them. You know, it was like a reunion, and then a lot of people didn't know like our our um, weight room staff was our our coaches to our weight 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 room staff at. Um, at Texas A&M. So it was like a, it was like a reunion, honestly, like, uh, but yeah, you know, Miles and Rat, you know, told me locations to, to, uh, look into moving. So, you know, and just being there for me, asking me, you know, you know, while I'm here, if I ever need anything while I'm, you know, in the hotel, just hit them up. So yeah, man, it, it was good to just, you know, especially go to a new team and at least know somebody there, uh, especially that you've been a part that you've known for, you know, most of your college career, which, you know, that's where, you know, people say you make your best friends and your friends of a lifetime in college. So it was good to be back and see those guys and, and be with them and, and, you know, not feel like a total outcast. Now, you were with your rookie year. You were with Freddie Kitchens in Arizona, correct? Yes. So what's it like? Here it is, not even two rolls of the calendar, less than two years later. Here you are coming to play for the Cleveland Browns, and a guy who was a running back coach 20 months ago is now running the show on one of the most highly talked about teams in the NFL, and you get to be a part of it. Man, it's it's, ama- it's amazing. You know, uh, Freddie was always, you know, a good coach in my eyes when I was at Arizona, you know, and he just knew what he was doing. And, you know, I obviously knew one, one day he would all, all get a head coaching job, and for him to get it in Cleveland, and then for me to be a part of it, you know, it's special. So, you know, I, I just want to go out there for him and just, you know, do whatever the, the team needs me to do to help help put some wins on his on his um on his resume. It's crazy the way the you know, a the cycle of, you know, good, bad in the NFL can run. And, you know, Freddie Kitchen is a prime example of it. I mean, you can hit something when the timing is right and things just explode for you here. And we got through this last year and it was probably I remember it was the Carolina game. There's a lot of creativity with, you know, the, the, you know, he was doing things similar to the Baltimore game with Jarvis Landry that he, he did in that game. And that's when, you know, me and a bunch of other folks, we just started to say, well, why not just give Freddie the job? I mean, it, it, what we're seeing on offense right now, it looks really good. 
you know, add a couple more pieces on defense. I think he'll be right in that aspect. And it was ended up being ultimately the decision they made. And I think what everybody just likes the most about Freddie is it seems like he's just a guy. Um, and the best part is, though, is he it almost seems like he's just like with all the interviews and all the obviously, you know, the head coach has got to get up and take the mic. It seems like he's just one of those like, let's get this over with in 30 seconds. Ask me a bunch of yes or no questions to get me out of here, because I'd rather either be watching film or be on the field with the guys. Oh, 100 percent. You know, he's he's a he's a coach that, that you love to have. You know, he's he's just. He wants to just do football and and and, lead and nothing else. You know, he doesn't care for the media, wants to be in the spotlight of the media. You know, he just wants to coach us, be around his players, and, and that's it. And when you have a coach like that, you know, you, you're willing to, to sacrifice more and, and, you know, do go go your all out when you have a coach that you know has your back. Uh, Ricky, one of the advantages of bringing you in when they did – and I'm sure it had nothing to do with it, just more coincidence than fact, is you're getting thrown right into competition you're familiar with. Um, uh, the Rams, which obviously, you know, you spent two years with, you know, with Arizona, uh, San Francisco, and now coming up this week, Seattle. Uh, give us some thoughts here. You know, you know, I mean, you know Seattle pretty well. I mean, you've been around having to prepare for Seattle for four game weeks over the last two years, you know, I don't, I don't want you to have this essentially spill the beans, but you know, right. what can you talk about? You can give us some incentive here about what we may see as viewers on Sunday. I mean, you know, just Seattle's just that team of, of, of cockiness, you know, and Legion of Boom as what they were, but you know, they're, they're, they're missing, you know, they're not as what they used to be. So I think if we just have to go out there and play our game and, and not worry about the hype of it. And you know, just do 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 what you know we're asked to do. Um, they're they're a good team, you know. They're they have a great quarterback, but you know we're we're just as talented as well. And then uh, it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good game. It it's definitely gonna be a good game. Uh, maybe one of the advantages uh, for you guys is Seattle does have some offensive linemen down uh, that could create some opportunities. Um, some of the stuff I'm doing and just what I'm viewing is uh, I see a lot of yak yards there to be had. There's a lot of missed tackles. Um, you know, the, line, the linebackers are good in the run. It doesn't seem like they're as good as, you know, as far as chasing guys who already have, you know, have already caught the passes, crossers, things right. of that route. Um, now, what's it like, though? I mean, now you look around and, you know, now we're, you get to see a little bit more of this full product. Antonio Callaway back. Rashard Higgins and Freddie almost teased everybody today with, oh, well, if he plays, no, we want Rashard Higgins to play. We all like Hollywood. Um, right. But there's a, it's a great bunch of when, you know, when they want, they can kind of run any personnel you guys can, but the skill group and, you know, with all of these weapons around, I mean, and look, defenses say, oh, there's Odell Beckham. Oh, there's Jarvis Landry. Guys like you got to be saying, Hey man, I pray nobody's going to cover me. Go ahead. Give me an easy one. Yeah, it's good, man. All those guys are just, you know, good guys, hardworking guys. And, and to have them all back, man, the practice has just been phenomenal, you know. And I, I'm excited myself to see how how it plays out, man. You know, we've been – our game plan that we have, I think, is really good against for, for Seattle. So, you know, I'm excited to see see how it shakes out and, and how, it, how it plays out on Sunday. I think I'm more excited than you are. <laughs> yeah. 
We'll see. I mean, uh, for me, the key and success of this show usually hinges on wins and losses. That's the part I can't control. So if you're excited, that makes me excited. Uh, a little bit more here with Ricky in just one second. Uh, guys, at the end of the long day, uh, you get home, you have kids, whatever. We're doing it. Once it's 35, we can actually have dinner. Place a call from your car while you're you know, five minutes from home. Have DoorDash come in, whether it's a franchise restaurant, it's local restaurants. Have DoorDash bring dinner to you. Download the DoorDash app. Use the promo code LOCKON, all caps, no space. $5 off your first order of $15 or more. Just make it easy. At the end of the day, you know, you just want to wind down. You just want to relax. Uh, some more here with Ricky Seals-Jones. Uh, now, Ricky, we've gone through the city. We've gone through the team. We've gone through the, the teammates or whatever. But this is interesting, you know. Because obviously not a lot of guys can hold this title now. So you just came from Arizona where it was the number one quarterback from the University of Oklahoma and Kyler Murray to go to since uh, to go to Cleveland, where it is the number one overall pick from two years ago in Baker Mayfield. Uh, and first things first, I'm probably it's probably not good for a Texas guy to be spending so much time around these Oklahoma quarterbacks, right? I know, man. You should see the, the trash talk in the locker room just with you know, all of us in it. But, you know, they're they're both great players, good guys. Um, you know, I'm I'm just now getting a, you know, no baker. But, you know, he's a good guy. You know, Kyler, I I've known him since, you know, one, the year he was at A and M. So uh oh, that's right. Nothing but res- yeah, nothing but respect to those guys, man. They they go out and work their ass off and, you know, obviously you could tell. So and you could tell they they both kind of had that 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 competitive side in them that that swagger that you need in a quarterback, uh, and and you know maybe that's a, just an OU thing <laughs> or high it could be just a Heisman thing I, I think it might so, be. They're 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 great guys though man you know they're, they're someone you would want to have, you know to to lead your team in in a crunch time situation or a two minute offense so, you know I'm 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 excited to be a part of it. Uh, and uh, we're certainly excited to have uh, a player with your abilities here. And once, you know, I had saw, and I guess it was the party of rookie year, it was like, wow, all right, well, yeah, this, you know, because, you know, draft-wise, you were such a big receiver, and it seemed a lot of talk was trending towards the fact that, you know, maybe would there be some tight end in your future. And I'm glad it's really working out for you. Um, but let's be honest on this one. I, I believe it's week 15 or maybe week 16. Arizona's on that schedule, Ricky. Looking forward to that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, that's like one of those games where, you know, you, you played a team all last year and, and you end up losing to, in the championship with them. And then you end up, you know, meeting them again. So you, I, I'm excited. You know, we go we go there on the road and, you know, I, I know that field well. And, I you know, I, I just know, know, the, know the stadium. So I, I'm excited for it, you know, kind of you know, a little revenge and, and, you know, taste of medicine, you know, for, you know, it's like one of those things where you get let go from a one team, it's like a bittersweet. So, you know, I, I'm going to try to do my best to make them regret it and make them, you know, have a bad taste in their mouth when we leave up out of there. Nice, nice. Um, and, guys, before we let, uh, before we put a bow on this one, uh, I obviously I want to thank Ricky for his time here, especially as Ricky's about to go pick up his family who's coming in. And, Ricky, it's mom's birthday. Yes, it is. So the Jones, uh, the Seals Jones family will be in.
in attendance for the weekend. Ricky gets his mom on his birthday, take her out for a nice dinner. And as you know, Ricky's already, you know, finding the places to eat. Uh, where are we going, Rick? Uh, we going an Italian, we going steakhouse. Where are we taking mom tonight? Oh man, I, I think a nice steak, you know, um, there's a few places that, that, uh, some of my teammates and coaches told me to try out. So I've, I've, I've booked three reservations for each place at the same time. So whenever my parents get in, you know, I'm going to be like, Hey, we got these three spots and just, you know, whichever one they pick and call the other ones like, Hey, you know, uh, we're going to have to cancel. So, you know, it's, it's kind of good to keep options open, you know, especially, of course. you know, when, when you, when you have family in town, but yeah, man, I, I, I think, you know, I've, I've been hearing, you know, these steakhouses in Ohio are, are is really good. So I, I'm excited to check them out tonight, you know, get me a good, good steak, maybe some seafood also, you know, relax, you know, go up to the facility tomorrow, one last prep and, and, and you know, hit the ground running on Sunday. It's going to get here quick and we're going to need every, every fan, you know, in, in the, in the whole state of Ohio to be there, you know, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. Uh, to get to that three and three before the bye, um, knowing you treaded some waters, maybe of some left some on the field or whatever. And, you know, for, what I keep telling every fan is just look at that second part of the schedules, that second half. Um, that's where, that's where they eat. We knew this was going to be a difficult first stretch with the schedule that they had. Um, Rick, I do want to thank you for your time. Obviously all the best here tonight and who are we kidding? It's nobody else's decision, but mom's. And it's not even that it's a birthday. It's usually everything revolves around mom anyway. Oh yeah. You know, this is, this is just a, uh, extra day, you know, with moms, you know, every day, every day but I, I, you know what I'm saying? But I really appreciate you having me on your show, man. And, uh, you know, anytime. Absolutely, man. Go, uh, go get it done on Sunday. Enjoy mom tonight here. Um, yeah, I, absolutely, man. You ever want to pop on in, you're more than welcome. Wish you all the best. Glad you're here. Continue success. This has been Locked on Brown to daily delivery of all things dog pound. Want to thank, uh, obviously Ricky Seals Jones here for his time. With this, guys, we'll put a boat on this one. And uh, until we talk the next time, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.